0: Welcome back to Angry Fans, the podcast for fans who need a place to blow off steam. This is episode three, and we are three angry fans. But we're also nice guys who just have a few screws loose when it comes to sports. At the end of every episode, we, that's me, Scotty, Buffalo Steve, and Turner, will donate to a worthy cause. In the meantime, things are going to go off the rails. In today's episode, we're cracking skulls over the endless LeBron-Jordan debate. We are apoplectic about the state of quarterback play in the NFL and the media's downright meanness toward Buffalo Bills QB Josh Allen. We'll introduce a new segment called Puck Off. We'll also welcome a new sponsor to the podcast, a drug that could change your life, angry fan. But we begin with a super-duper angry fans moment that happened this week right here in St. Louis.
1: This is beautiful.
0: Do you recognize that voice, Buffalo Steve? I do. I do. <laughs> well, that was Buffalo Steve. We went to the Blues-Sabers hockey game, and honestly, it only got better from there.
1: <laughs> We're losing to the Blues, for the love of God. Their division's terrible. Here we go. Here we go. Give up another goal. slapped up. Jesus. H. Christ. Hit a guy, put a body on a guy. That 25 getting around. That's cute. Oh, God, <laughs> somebody told him to play John Denver. We score when they play John Denver.
0: Oh my God! I, the first time I heard the recording, <laughs> I, I I lost it. I just there's lost so it much there. goodness in there. Uh, the, the like the rhythm of it. Hit a guy. Put a body on a
1: guy.
2: The level of hoarseness of his voice from start to finish. Is yeah. You just hear him getting more
3: and more upset about it. Yeah. yeah yep. It was a tough,
2: tough, tough loss. Do you want to explain was
3: yourself, Steve? Uh, I, I'd love to explain myself. <laughs> I get frustrated watching a talented team play like crap. And I'm tired of having no goaltending. God, is it annoying? Uh, just frustrates the living bejesus out of me that we have. oh uh, defense! Can they play defense? They turn the puck over in their own end repeatedly, giving the opportunity to the opposing team. That's just—it's frustrating. We have too good of players for that. It—I I mean, I
2: thought it was great. We were like six for six on shots. The Blues were. It was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah.
3: So, uh, let's, I, let me
0: explain here. Turner is a Blues fan. And the two of us are Sabres fans, so that explains why you're saying we. Right. The yes, he,
3: he is a Blues fan. And, again, 46 shots the Sabres had to the Blues, I think, finished with 20. Oh, God. We had way more shots. It was,
0: yeah. It and, was ridiculous. And uh, Uka Pekalukkanen, yep. say that 10 times. Right. UPL, as we call him. He played like Eric Comrie. He played like a high school goalie, more like it. Uh, I do want to explain a couple things from that clip, though. (laughs) First of all, there were women giggling in the background. Those were nurses sitting behind us who heard Steve giving his angry rant and also saw me recording
3: it. (laughs) So that's why they were laughing. You know, I never saw you record it. (laughs) You were in the angry fan zone. Oh, I was. I was so upset. And it's one of those deals I can't even talk right now. I'm so angry about it. I'm still, yeah, you're still, I'm still angry pissed about, it. about the game. Well, and then
0: the other context I want to provide is that all Blues games, they play Country Roads by John Denver. Yeah. <laughs> and this game, they played it, and the fans usually continue to sing it afterwards. While they were continuing to sing it, the Bills, the Bills, the Sabres <laughs> scored a goal, and that's what – Buffalo yeah. Steve is talking about. He's like, play John Denver. <laughs> the yeah. only score when you play John Denver. So, man, that's good stuff.
3: Yeah, that sounded like a great atmosphere. The, uh, uh, the atmosphere was great. The firepower we have. And not to take anything away from the Blues, I mean – they they're up good, and down, just yeah. like us. They're a roller coaster they're, they're team. Honestly, we've been better this year than I thought we would be. I think uh, Bennington's a big reason. For well, that. I was, was going to say, good, I
2: think though. that's, I think, but that's the biggest difference between the two teams. You guys have a lot of great young talent. We've still from last year carried along some some uh, some of our older guys, but some of the young guys are are coming up. And the big difference in the two teams is obviously the goalie. I mean, you guys had
0: so many shots. I was well, here's an interesting thing. The, one of the guys sitting next to us was talking about how the worst trade the Blues made was to get rid of Tage Thompson. Yeah. Now, I disagree with that. I I think Tage Thompson has turned out to be an excellent player. He's on the shelf right now, but he's really good. He showed a lot of promise. But you guys got a Stanley Cup out of it f- right. through Ryan R- O'Reilly, right. who was right. the MVP of the Stanley Cup Finals, and this guy was trying to tell me that he wasn't the reason they won the Stanley Cup. Well, he was right. one of them. I mean, oh, for sure Bennington he was, yeah. Was a big reason. No, like uh, Ryan,
2: Ryan led the team. He was he was the man. And you know what? We also got stuff from trading him last year. So it wasn't, you know, he gave us a lot. That trade, Yeah, I love the Buffalo Sabres for the reason that they're kind yeah. of like
3: our because farm we team. See, we like to is, donate players. Right. Yeah, we and love that. Another, another thing, they, the Sabres, God, I'm going to get all pissed off again about this. They could have totally... You had O'Reilly, right? Right. You had him. You trade him away for a guy named Berglund, who's just a Coke junkie. Doesn't even show up to the games where we're allowed to like cut him and not even pay him. The guy is so stupid, he walked away from like $12 million that year.
2: My, f- my favorite story about oh. that is that that's exactly how I felt about him before we traded him. Yeah, I don't even know why. I mean, I it's sh- like no effort with all the talent, right? But I mean, you guys saw the talent. I really appreciate the Bills.
0: They really thought they could the turn bills, them around back to the Bills. Ah, I really appreciate the Sabers. <laughs> well, they thought the bills, they could turn around. The, the Bills donate players too. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Well,
3: who? who uh, gosh, it was uh, Berglin, and then it was the Russian kid that ended up going back to play over in Russia because he didn't want to play with the Sabers at the time. The Sabers were terrible, trying to rebuild at the Seems, time. Yeah. Well, I, well, that there's, there's we was my next comment. We haven't made the playoffs
1: in twelve years. Where I was, was going to say, you we've guys been
3: rebuilding been for 12 years, and that's my problem. I mean, <laughs> pick a guy like O'Reilly, build around him. Instead, they picked the wrong guy. They picked Eichel, and that was a disaster. Um, oh, it's usually what right, happens with all right. these. I'm gonna... Yeah, do it. You need to compose
0: yourself, Steve. Take a couple of plays off. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> while we're on the subject of hockey, let's puck off. What is, uh, slashing?
1: Slashing is, um, like that, you know.
3: <clears throat> There's a penalty for that?
1: Yeah. And for a trip also, you know, oh. like that, <laughs> and mm-hmm. for hook like this, <clears throat> and uh, for spear, you know, like <clears throat> that. Mm-hmm. All bad. Bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame. You feel shitty. <laughs>
3: Speaking of slashing, did, so the night we were at the game, the uh, Devils and Flyers played. Did mm-hmm. you see the slash that uh, I think it's Brendan Smith? Uh, holy mother! Did you see is that? Is that
0: the one where the guy was bleeding so much? Uh, no,
3: no, no. This is uh. Compli- that was
0: Anders Lee. Did yeah. you see him like yeah. going down the ice and he was sticking out his tongue with blood
3: everywhere? Anyway, go ahead, Steve. No, no. But what I was gonna say is. Uh, so this slash, holy Jesus. I mean, so the plays, the, they ice the puck. And everybody's skating off, getting ready for the line changes. I think it was connecty uh, for the Flyers. Gives a little cross check to Smith. Smith turns around like he's in hitting camp, like a baseball bat. Two hands it and just takes a full swing, catches him. I couldn't tell if it was above or right below the elbow. Gave holy him the old Jesus. Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Two games, mm. he's going to be suspended. I believe it's two. Holy mother. I mean, For he only deserts- two games? probably deserves right. a couple more. I thought it was going to be. When you see it. It the looks final- malice. Yeah. Right. Like he. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was total intent there. Today. All
0: right. Good topic. Uh, should there be more malice in hockey or do we less, less of it?
3: I think they need to bring the goons back. And the reason being is so they can police themselves. Because the NHL is not doing a great job of policing itself. No, these guys back in the day. A Tony I, Twist or a Rob Ray or somebody to jump over the boards and go beat the hell out of the guys. I was just
2: reading an article uh, that was Tony, Tony Twist was in, and and he basically was saying he, he doesn't even watch the game anymore because there's all this finesse. But when somebody does something like that, there's nobody to go back and and take care of business. You're not mm-hmm. there's no protection right. for my my top players. And I still see it in the NBA. You you mess with with my number one. There's a big dude that's going to come in and hit you. And that used to be how hockey was. Absolutely, and and we've lost that. So now we're seeing like, dude, straight turned around
0: and, and Louisville Slugger the guy in the arm like, he did. Yeah. you know, don't don't check me like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree that you got to have some guys on the team, not too many of them because people don't want to watch. That and is like a you know a, there right, was a fight sure. and a hockey game broke out kind of thing
3: yeah they don't want yeah like in slap shot, you know right like, which is what I played a, right? great, I a great a great movie, movie by the way by a great <laughs> movie
0: yeah they start a brawl before the game even starts yeah the referees aren't even on the ice he's like no one can stop it because there's no refs on the ice anyway I don't know I mean I don't I don't like like watching a fight for ten minutes but to you guys point I I do agree that there should be somebody out there you know. Getting, yeah. getting a getting a body on a guy. Well, I don't
3: think as exactly. Steve likes to. Say. Yeah,
2: and I don't think they're yeah. like big brawls that these two guys hate each other and they're going at it. The whole thing is, the fight is in the flow of the game, and and I'm I'm trying to take you off your game by getting in the fight. This same article, Tony Twist said he he got in three fights with the best man in his wife in his wedding because he's in the game. You're wearing the other team's jersey. I'm playing the game. We're gonna fight. It yeah, seems like it's in in the normal flow of the game, it's okay to be that because you're protecting and trying to win the game. I think it's more of a a way to win the game
3: than it is, you know, two people like hate each other and they I want think, to kill each other. And one thing that I miss about the game growing up, what some of those goal scorers were able to do with the kind of contact that they had back then, that they were taking. Again, they didn't take a lot of the contact because they had somebody right on their bench that you're going to hit my guy. You're going to hit Wayne Gretzky. We got a problem. You're going to get hit back. So, right. That kind of flow to the game. I mean, the pesky guys back in the day, they had to also know how to stand up for themselves. I love some of the pesky guys uh, in hockey. They would just get under your skin. But when it was time to you know, ring the bell and they were going to have to defend themselves on some of the stupid plays they made, I mean, they were able to do it. Today I watch it like Marchant from Boston – I mean, that little rat son of a bitch, like, he just <laughs> pisses me off, and nobody does anything about it. Right. I saw it. Uh, the, they just played the Maple Leafs not too long ago. and uh, What's his nickname? <laughs> his actual nickname? I don't know. He looks like a rat. I'll give you that. But, you know, uh, the Maple Leafs didn't retaliate like I thought they should have, and they have Ryan Reeves, even though Reeves was on the bench. Right. Um, St.
2: Louis fan favorite, Ryan yeah, Reeves. I,
3: I love that guy. I wish... Buffalo would have gotten him to protect Darlene and Tage and some of our young guys with right. the talent uh cuz they're taking too many hits. They took Daline took a crazy hit in the Blues game uh that I that sent me yeah in the stand or the row in front of me, poor kid. But uh yeah, it, I think I think the whole purpose of hockey getting away from its physicality is kind of taken away from the game too. Yeah,
0: and at the same time we have situations like the one in London or England where that
3: guy's skate.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Cut across his neck. That was awful. That's not really on the same subject we're talking about, except right. that hockey is a dangerous sport. They wear blades that are extremely sharp. Sometimes they get hit in the boards neck first or head first. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and they have beefed up the uh, protection. Some of right. the players, I think Crosby even, is wearing one of those neck braces. Yeah. now. I think they- uh, yeah, Quite a few players a are, are few doing it. Yeah. So that's all good, but some of the old school stuff does work in terms of patrolling the game. Right. Right. And the finished product.
3: It, it, absolutely. By absolutely. the way,
2: I think it's like baseball and the pitchers throwing pitches. It's another yeah, it's, protection I
0: mean, for for your team. The unwritten rule that. Well, well, yeah. I mean, we were saying the other day when we were chatting about this that you thought baseball should allow more fighting. Actually, instead of people throwing a 97 mile per hour fastball at somebody's head, right? Uh, baseball has definitely got to loosen up. Still, you know, right. in terms of, you know, letting players uh, have a little bit of fun, right? You know, and showing people up a little bit. I think are well, yeah. But then, if you do it, there might be a little consequence, and then just let it go. But again, what I really hate is watching somebody get hit in the head with a baseball. I don't want to see that. <laughs> right, I don't right. want to see somebody uh, get boarded. In hockey, I would right. rather have them fight it right. out yeah. than do something dangerous they, like that right. using a skate blade or whatever it is. Shake hands and walk away after yeah, the fight. I lost. So, Thanks for playing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you hit a couple of the nicknames for Marshawn. Squirrel, Rat. But my favorite, the one I was trying to think of, is Little Ball of Hate.
3: <laughs> oh, I can't stand that it's guy. Uh, I don't think anybody—you you have to be a Bruins fan. to Right, like him. exactly. All right, we need to pay some bills. So, pay attention!
0: You might learn something, angry fan.
4: Have you ever had homicidal thoughts about your head coach? At tailgate parties, do you get into fights with opposing fans? Even the female ones? Are you prone to giving a middle finger to inanimate objects like your television or a brick wall? Perhaps it's time you tried the little orange pill with the power to wipe away all your rage. Tryptophanzen is the ultimate solution for the angry fan. Tryptophanzen's powerful time release will quiet your wrath in mere moments. Ask your doctor if Tryptophanzen is right for you. Don't let all your pent-up fury get the best of you. Take charge of your life and your fandom with Tryptophanzen. 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 Fan, Zen.
0: to get me some of that trip to fans in. I needed it Thursday well, I was gonna say oh, you definitely <laughs> needed it Thursday I need it right now <laughs> you needed a trip to uh, That's oh, yeah. what we need. Uh I don't know if it's been approved by the FDA yet but we'll check <laughs> uh, on that I'll try it anyway well we appreciate you listening to angry fans I'm Scotty along with Buffalo Steve and Turner our next stop I thought it was horrible disgusting
1: embarrassing shameful
0: it's stuck I believe he's talking about the state of quarterback play around the NFL. This past week, eight teams started backups. That's a quarter of the league. Former QB Rich Gannon has some good takes on this, saying they changed the rules to protect quarterbacks, and it's not working. Eight starters down. He's like, who the hell are these backups anyway? So teams are paying one guy $40 million and one guy 400000 and it shows. Tim Boyle, DTR, whoever that is, Jake Browning, Danny DeVito, I mean, whatever his name is. Yeah, the actor. Good Lord. That's exactly they're, how I felt. Their offensive lines stink, and they don't know how to change protections or call audibles into a good play.
2: I liked what he said, uh, uh, the, the thing that stuck out to me, absolute terrible shit. <laughs> pretty much they're, what we've been watching. they're putting on tape. Yeah.
0: yeah. A couple years ago, I remember people saying, man, the state of quarterback play in the NFL is going Couldn't way be better. up. And all of a sudden, it's awful, aside from the elite ones we all know about. But the other half
2: is not good. Right, right. Well, if you think about just a couple of years ago, the... 12th 14th best quarterback in the league was still playing games i don't know where we rank eli but after 210 consecutive games the dude played football and that's we just don't see that anymore we had all this money we spent on these quarterbacks and and our our backup is you know tim who went to high school with our quarterback (laughs) right because that's all we can afford the only reason he's here is because aaron pays him an extra couple hundred bucks to hang
0: out with him as gannon points out I mean, what's going on with the injuries? Yeah. They, they have all these rules. You can't touch the quarterback, right. but they're still going down. I mean, I, I think I mentioned the protection as being one of the issues. Right. But I don't know how to explain it. These kids are playing like seven-on-seven seven when they're five years old, and they, they have a lot of years and experience, and that was supposed to make them better players. But I don't know. if you Availability, that's the best
3: ability. But I think another thing that I've noticed, and it might just be the where the league is. I remember back in the day. A lot of your backups had been in the league several right. years, 10, 12 years, like Brunel and Ripon, and they were starters at one time. Former successful back. starters. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't see that anymore. Like I but is it now the college football quarterback? Like there's not enough coaching in college football for them to understand well that I was to say, defense. Yeah. And because when you watch college football anymore, hardly anybody's under center. They don't call their own audibles. I get pissed watching you be in a couple of these other schools. Right before every play, they look over at the sideline for the new card that gets right. thrown up, and then they yell something out, and then they snap the ball. What is with the card
0: thing in right. the first place? I don't know. What is? Is this a game show? A like Fifth grade math class? Well, why why the hell do they have cards? I don't know. Don't they have Can the, you read these letters on this card? Yeah. The old school QBs would be right. You know, laughing at this. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I memorized a 400-page playbook in 20 minutes, dude. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Why yeah. do you have
3: to have flashcards? And some of the quarterbacks back in the day, they'd call out. Two to three plays ahead in the same huddle. Like Jim Kelly, uh, remember, he used to call all of the plays. Right. He would call them,
0: you know, he would say, like, here's the next three plays. Yep. Because they were running the no huddle. Yeah. But it was all him on the field by himself. Right. And I mean, he's not a towering giant of intelligence. I love Jim, but I mean, if he can do it. Most humans can do it. right? I just don't understand. It's like a crutch. You said
2: the the penalties were something that we were trying to protect the quarterbacks, but in that article it mentions it too, that the coaches are trying to protect the quarterbacks, trying to give them less so that they don't overwhelm them. And it's like, well, now, and exactly what the article laid out, of course, I'm out here, you're calling the play, you don't see what's happening the way
0: I see it, and now I'm in a situation I can't fix because I don't know what to do. And I do, going back to the coaching thing, Let's also acknowledge that a lot of the coaches in the league right now are young. Yeah. The head coaches and the coordinators, and they don't necessarily have the experience that they can know situations and say, hey, here's what you need to do. Look out for this. Right. That's probably a valid point there. For sure. Joe Flacco. uh, We're recording this before (sighs) this weekend's games. I saw that. Joe Flacco is starting again in the NFL. (sighs) Yep. I mean, the guy won a Super Bowl somehow, impossibly, but I have seen him play in, in the, the last 1800s. few years. Yeah, in the 1800s. Yeah. This is the kind of player that they're uh, they're going to, right. Because they don't have anybody else. Like they're right. going to a forty year, year old retired people. I mean, that guy might as well be in a wheelchair. Yeah, <laughs> as fast as he can move. And I want to point out that. If you look at you know years ago they were talking about this wave of new quarterbacks who's going to change the NFL. Everybody's going to have a good quarterback. The ones that have been taken number one overall, there are some bad ones, and I mean yeah. you uh, got some names. Baker over there. Mayfield, oh. Baker Mayfield was man's,
3: was man's what number was Manzo? He was in the middle. He was in the middle, right or something.
1: Oh.
0: But. Baker Mayfield, and it's not terrible. He actually set a, a decent. He's a perfect year this backup. Year. Yeah. He is. Yes. And he's not bad. He's yes. a perfect backup. Yes. Yeah. So him, I think Kyler Murray, I'm not saying he's a total bust, but uh, he'll, he'll be Baker I'm Mayfield gonna, gonna in a couple of a years. Bus. And Bryce Young this past year. He, they're too small. That's still early. They're yeah. too small. It, yeah. I'm sorry. Carolina. If you can't see over the line right of scrimmage,
3: yeah. it's a and,
0: problem. Right. And they came out saying, no, he's got the he's got the brains and I am not blaming that on Frank Wright. I'm sorry. There's no way. He got fired over it, but I don't believe that no. guy is going to have a long future in the NFL because no. of his stature. Well, and again, it's
3: like, it's like Joe Burrow. If you're going to take a guy that high, have an offensive line. I mean, right. he's taken so many hits. Right. He could be even better than what he is probably if he had an offensive line. And some of these guys get no, drafted right, in you know. these situations. His, his talent, 2-3 top. So he is the guy, he
0: has the brains. Yeah, to do yeah it for yep. sure. And yep. I
3: love his swagger about everything. He's I mean, he's got swagger.
0: He's like Namath and Brady kind of rolled into one sort I like of thing. It. Right. Yeah. yeah I like right. It. But to your point, and that's why I mentioned protections earlier, the offensive lines stink for the most part. Yeah, so yeah. he's running for his life. That really does handicap him in terms of what he can do. And then he gets injured. Right. Right. So, and, and that's a. Was it mobile to begin with? So. I mentioned the ones that I thought were had been drafted really high and and haven't turned out that great. On the flip side, since we are going to talk just a minute about Josh Allen, he was supposed to be an utter bust coming out of college, and that was the narrative, and people are still trying to stick to that even though he is poking their eyes out with his performances, (laughs) except for the turnovers, which everyone wants to keep going back to. So I want to play a clip from this past week where after Josh Allen – took over that game against the Eagles, 340 yards. He accounted for four touchdowns. He had one turnover, one interception, and here is what we had to listen to.
1: The critical mistakes... Yeah. are the reasons sometimes why we don't believe you can get there. Yeah. And that is a fair assessment. It's not to no, say not. that Josh is not talented. But when we get into a conversation about championships and winning championships, we see that these type of mistakes are the small margins in which you lose these type of games. Yes. And that's the issue that I have I in they, these particular I mean, situation. I think
3: what we miss oftentimes, too, though, we had these conversations about Josh. It was Jalen Hurts who outplayed him or who out-executed later. Yeah, did in the other game, no, it was no, Patrick no. Mahomes, when you say those two superhuman no. opportunities. Yeah, and
0: that may be why
2: he's 0-6 in overtime games. <laughs> uh, just that's happens. the thing. <laughs> who he's playing against.
0: Laura, you're way off on this one. It's not because of Josh Allen. Right. When he takes the lead in overtime multiple games, takes the lead in overtime multiple yep. games, and your head coach plays a defense. Did yep. you see yeah. yes? Did you see the analysis of that overtime game against the Eagles? Yep. Five yep. consecutive plays to the left, to the boundary. Yep. Five in a row. They showed every single one of them. Right. Yep. Jalen Hurts went to the boundary. Free guy. Free guy. Free guy. So yep. How can you blame that game on Josh? Right. First of all, you didn't let him go for it on fourth down and seven. With
3: 20 was, seconds was left? he's got a what rocket
0: arm. It? No. Was in, it, overtime. in overtime. In overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabe Davis ran the wrong route. Right. It was yeah. a zero blitz. He was supposed to go to the middle where there's nobody there. Right. No defenders there. Josh throws the absolutely perfect ball. Gabe is running to the corner of the end zone instead yeah. of going to where the open area was. No one in this sequence on ESPN mentioned the coach right. once. No, right. or, Critical errors. Like, right. He had one turnover in the game. It right. didn't mean
4: anything. And he pretty much
0: played a perfect two. game the rest yeah. of the Jaylen game. Jalen Hurts
4: had two. Well, Perhaps it's time you tried the little orange pill with the power to wipe away all your rage. Tryptophanzen is the ultimate solution for the angry fan. Tryptophanzen's powerful time release will quiet your wrath in mere moments. Ask your doctor if trip defense and is right for you.
3: I don't know what McDermott, I just want to punch him in the throat. <laughs> Seriously, Because man. he had our DBs seven to eight, 10 yards off the rece- Like any of these backups could have made oh, those yeah. throws. Minshew, this Levi kid out of Tennessee, Dobbs, Browning. <laughs> Me. Even, even you. DeVito. Yeah. I mean, when they're that open, I mean, my God, why are they playing so far off? Get up, get hands on them. Don't let them get. But the biggest problem with that, Steve, is he did the same
0: thing in the 13 seconds game against the Chief. He's right. done it in all Chiefs. our close games, and then we lose. Exactly. And everyone goes, Well, Josh Allen's making critical mistakes. Right. Give me a break. Right.
3: The it, coaching is terrible. Like, I, I'm not I think we've had this conversation one of the times we were out at the pub, but at first I thought it was Leslie Frazier, right? Like I really did. I was like, what is Leslie doing? Is McDermott letting him do that? Yeah. Now I'm believing that it wasn't Leslie. Maybe it right. was Maybe it is Sean. Like he just sucks in the big moments. His his defense is good. First quarter, second quarter, third quarter. But when it's crunch time
2: and you've got to win, I think the. I was battling with people on Reddit earlier this week because they were all sticking up for McDermott, and I was. This is on the Bills page. I'm like, guys, what? What did you watch in that game? And they were like, they blamed it all on uh, the kicker. And I'm like, okay, Bass, I'm sorry. I'm sorry Bass missed a couple of kicks. I get it. But when the game mattered, Josh was responsible for putting us in in a position to win. And McDermott was the reason that we didn't. Quite frankly, the, the scariness that he play that he calls his defense, he doesn't want to lose instead of wants to win. And we talked about it earlier in one of the segments about coaches that that can't get you over the hump. We were talking about Buffalo. Yeah. It's McDermott. We everybody's like, look what he's done for the Bills. I love for what he's done for the Bills. But to get over that hump, you have to have somebody that sees the Super Bowl not sees not being fired and it, it just it's embarrassing. We that's too
3: many games this week he, or this year. He doesn't play to win. He plays not to lose. Right. Right. That's and what that's, Turner just said. Right. It's but, just it's
0: oh so you know, listen, Steve. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. He can't even hear I'm so angry he can't I am. even hear.
3: But I'm red in the face. I just want to want to go
0: <laughs> so the the losses that the Bills have had this year, the first game was the Jets. You can say, okay, you know, he shouldn't have thrown three interceptions. So it was a bad game, yeah, right? But the Bills, he also drove us down to kick the tying field goal mm-hmm. in regulation. What happens in overtime? Punt, return, <laughs> touchdown. How was Allen supposed to stop that? Was How he do we still have special a special teams, teams coach? I mean, this guy's... Denver, loss. 12 men on the field. Is that Allen's fault? He mm. drove us down for the to take the lead. Right. But this game drove us down to take the lead. Uh, the Chiefs game drove us down to take the lead. And right. McDermott does things like in this particular case against the Eagles, he has this the opportunity to let the guy go out and kick a field goal. Gonna they're down by three.
3: Making me mad, just reliving this. And
0: it's fifty nine yards on wet grass. And they're it's gonna, raining. And, it's, and raining. it's raining. And they're going to rush out and kick a field goal. But what does McDermott do? He calls a timeout and says after the game that the reason he did it was because he wanted the kicker to think about it.
2: No, you he don't. He called it like 30 seconds before the kick, too. It was so far it's, in
0: advance that there was no icing possible. And there's no such thing as icing. You want to give the guy a practice kick? I right. mean, it's so dumb. It's old school, like dumb thinking. Right. But then, okay, they tie the game. 20 seconds and one timeout. This with is Josh where,
3: Allen. This is what I was. They take a knee. Oh, why? you got to be kidding can, me. With one timeout, you can throw the ball down to Kincaid, down the middle. We can run the same play that. Kansas City did for 13 seconds, then we can kick field goal win the game.
0: But we did it last year against the Lions. We had 26 seconds or something, and uh, Allen throws a 40-yard dart to Diggs. We kick the field goal yeah. and win the game. Right. I don't even think we had a timeout. No. So this is infuriating that he does this. Then he doesn't go for it on fourth and seven in overtime because he thinks his defense— what right. does he think is decent? Stop he anybody did. no
2: because when he's when he's playing loose and free or when he's calling loose and free at the beginning of the game, he's doing a good job. The defense is playing well and everything's going well and then when it gets tight at the end of the game, he seizes up and goes, "How can I not lose?" Right. And it it, it it's frustrating to watch. I I know from watching you guys turn re- beat red at the bar, <laughs> seeing how you feel. I know how I feel. It's frustrating. All right.
0: Let's take a quick break and learn about one of our sponsors.
1: Angry Fans is brought to you by the Shamra Pub a St. is legend for well over a hundred years. If the watering hole that'll have you pounding your fists when your team loses because your wide receiver run the wrong route. We've got lots of bar stools which you'll be smashing every time the head coach calls a timeout so the other team can prepare for a 60-yard field goal in the pouring rain. There's plenty of beer on tap You'll be slamming pitchers with no regard for your boss the next day or the rideshare driver taking you home. The Shamrock is an accredited venue for angry fans. Hopefully the doors are not padlocked when you swing by, but you're always welcome at the Shamrock.
0: We're back. It is your favorite podcast, Angry Fans, sponsored by the Shamrock Pub. You just heard all about it. St. Louis is home for Bill's Mafia. Now we're about to put on the gloves.
1: Don't get caught up thinking about winning or
3: losing this game. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential, to be the best
1: that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. Okay? Okay.
0: Oh, shut up, Coach Dale. It's not true. It's exactly about winning and losing. And right now, That's you right. can decide who's Careful. winning who's winning this age-old debate.
3: LeBron versus Jordan. <laughs> this is going to be good. So where LeBron wins is he's 6'9", 250. He's built like a linebacker. Sure. Jordan's uh, like 6'5". No, a guard six, six. versus a forward. Right. And at the end of the day, I'm not saying LeBron's not a good player. Of course, of course, course, you can't say that. That would be a stupid well, thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> but well, I should say. Thank you. I should say. Let's build that in already. Right. That <laughs> he's not. He's not the goat. Actually, to probably, you. Yeah, to me, and to about 17 billion other people in the world born before the year
2: yeah. 1975. That's, exactly. 10, that's
0: 10 billion more than are on the planet. Okay. Right. You know <laughs> where I'm going here.
2: So he includes the 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 Space Jam people. I do. in Other realms. Hey.
3: Hey, that movie was better than the other one that LeBron probably tried to make. Look, I'll so be the honest. The day, you're right there. I'm going to give so it to you. there's more memorable shots that he's made and not just in that a That makes him better? No, no. I'm getting there. Okay. Just, just, hey, I'm just slow, you slow know, your roll, I'm kid. Trying to see, see where you're headed. These young guys, man. There's more memorable shots right out of the gate than there are with LeBron. Again. Because we you were can, growing up during that time. Yeah, but I've been paying attention to LeBron because everybody – Every, you know, it's King James. He's yada yada. Yeah. So take a knee. But, yeah. So I mean, Jordan's won six titles. He's played in six championship finals and he's won them all. I think LeBron's played in ten. Is that right?
2: Uh, correct.
3: Yes. And he's won four. Four. Correct. Okay. Again, here's the thing. How many is Jordan... Bill?
2: Bill Russell? He played in eleven. How many did he win?
3: Uh, off the top of my eleven. head. I was going to say, I was going to say 10 or 11, but so here's my thing. Jordan didn't go make his team. He didn't go around the league asking guys, Hey, why don't you come play with me? We'll win so a championship. So Steph Curry the goat?
2: He has the closest career in terms of how it started and how it went uh, to Jordan, where he was brought on a team with young guys that were the same caliber, a top 50 player and Scotty Pippen to run with him from the time well, he started. Well, the Bulls had to add started. a few of those pieces. They didn't add win. Scotty Pippen and him, Scotty came in in 87. And then they played five but years together back, before they won. But
3: back before. then, he wasn't calling guys going, hey, let's link up. He let's. he didn't need to. Why didn't he Do you need know to? who
2: was on LeBron's team when he got to the Cavaliers?
3: Oh, yeah, Larry well, Hughes. Larry yeah. Hughes.
2: I love Larry. He's from St. Louis. Yeah, Went is. to CBC. Yeah, STL pride. That's my guy. Watch this. Larry Hughes was on the team with Jordan on the Wizards, and nobody wants to talk about how shit they were, but but LeBron took the man to the finals. Who's Scottie Pippen on LeBron's first seven years?
1: Uh, yeah, a bunch of silence there, Steve. Yeah,
3: he's kind of got me there. <laughs> so LeBron, top three player, because I'll even put Kobe probably in front of LeBron. They both uh, with, are the same
2: play. You no, put two at the same Jordan and Kobe basically might as well you, you get to pick one. There is no other LeBron. We saw another Kobe like six years after or another Jordan six years after Jordan existed. He, he didn't modeled, have the same modeled, gambling problems.
3: He, no. Ooh, he modeled his game. Blow. Yeah. He modeled his game after Jordan, which happens a lot. LeBron, again, probably never see anybody that size again. With that kind of talent.
2: Uh, Scotty Pippen was that size.
3: Uh, Scotty wasn't well, that big. 6'8",
2: 240.
3: Was he that big? I yeah. I thought he was Lebron He was a
2: passing forward before LeBron. Yeah, but
3: LeBron looks like twice as I mean, LeBron's twice shoulders as thick, man. look like, you know, teenagers' like, heads. Scotty just looks tall and lanky. Well, at the end of the day, Jordan could play both sides of the ball, and he was very good at it. Not saying LeBron can't block, and but LeBron, it, the way the NBA is now, it's just all offense is what it is to me. Like, there's not a lot of defense. Like, you look back in the day when Jordan was playing, he was going up against Gary Payton. There were a few others that were just defensive-sized guys. like
2: four other good players in the league at that time. What? Total. You're shitting me right now. You know, think about who he played against. The teams that he had to beat. He played against Lost. Lost.
3: What played against the lost? played beat, against he Detroit. Beat the, he beat the Lakers in what what year was that in the championship? When
2: Magic was dang near skinnier than I am because he had aids. No, no, never no. beat never beat no, the Celtics. No, no. Never beat the Pistons until they were fifty two years old. He didn't beat now, anybody until everybody was gone. And then when he was good, everybody. Those beat were him.
3: still hey. Th- at the end of the day, another difference I think is you have like you're saying, LeBron team guy, right? It's not that Jordan wasn't a team guy. Two yes, different... it is. No, no, no. He tried to make everybody better around him. Now, was he an asshole about it? <laughs> he punched Steve Kerr in the face. We just had a whole segment about Draymond Green doing I, that shit. I know. Hey, Jordan is a downright winner. Sure. I mean, maybe when, the when best see... scorer ever. The goat of scoring. The goat of scoring. Michael, well, Draymond
2: Green, Jordan. The best scorer of all times. It goes Jordan and then Kevin Durant as far as, like, scores in the league. And I think that's my point is that Jordan was Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. We can all sit here and talk about what the Warriors did with Kevin Durant. It wasn't fair, and there was no chance anybody was going to beat him. That was Jordan's team with the Bulls. When he left, they won 55 games, and Scottie Pippen was top three in MVP. There was no question he had the team that was not going to lose to anybody, and we give him all this credit because he was the leader of the team.
3: I don't see it. There he was were, a, no. see, there, he
2: was a scorer. So he had a great killer can, mentality. great yeah,
3: but you can, over there, Turner. You, you, can, you can say you know Jordan had Pippen, but the mailman, you know, he had Stockton. You had, you had who. <laughs> Stop it right now! <laughs> two
2: two Hall of Famers.
3: So but the best again, team had, that Jordan ever played. You had Kemp and you had not a glove. Hall of Famer. Glove no, is no, a Hall of Famer. No. Right. Well, I'd like to see how some of the let's teams talk about nowadays. coaches.
2: Phil Jackson. Let's look at the uh, the coaching tree. Phil Jackson versus some people here: Eric Spolstra, Tyron Lue, Luke Walton, Mike Brown, David Blatt, <laughs> Brendan Malone, Darvin Ham. Who
3: are these people? Well, mostly just, Patsies. Right. For like, LeBron was the coach. So you had fair, <laughs> you know, Jordan, Kevin Lardy, Albeck, Doug Collins. I mean, Collins hung around for a while, three
2: years. But, 80, but then, 87, He had Phil Jackson was on the the yes, he was on the and team. Then Phil took over become, in eighty-nine.
3: Yep, and he runs till ninety-eight. The it's, last championship.
2: Wouldn't that have been nice? Wouldn't that have been nice to have a uh, the best coach that's ever coached one of the fifty best players? Yeah. And the, I'm not, Steve Kerr has right. the best career shooting three-point percentage than anybody in the league. Dennis Rodman, honestly, I, I, still, I still have a 91 Rodman jersey. That that dude was awesome. He was my favorite player on the team. Go ahead, Scott.
0: Well, I just want to say I think you guys have done a pretty good job here, but it's a mess. <laughs> I broke my It mic. is a mess. This debate is a mess. It's all over the place. To wrap up, just give me your pitch of two sentences or less. Why – Jordan is number one, Steve, and LeBron is number one. Tanner Turner.: LeBron James is better because he
2: did not have the best coach to ever play the game and an equally good running mate for the 10 years of his career that he played, elite level basketball.
3: Steve, Jordan's the goat because he had the mindset to just go out and beat the hell out of everybody. And take it all on his shoulders and make great shots when it came down to the situation. He wasn't going to lean on anybody else. He was going to take the ball, make the play, and he did. All right. Except the one time where he passed it to Paxson? That's, yep. And hit it from way downtown, bang kid. The Jordan fans, they have a, they have a, they have a,
2: except for that one time, every
3: time. All right, that's it. Just because it was a great moment. I'm calling it. He was a teammate. It's over. Stop.
0: All right, we're going to wrap up. Every episode, we donate to a charity, a cause. This week, because we're talking about Josh Allen, we are donating to his grandmother's fund. She passed away a few years ago. The Patricia Allen Fund, it benefits a children's hospital in Buffalo. So we are going to donate to that this week. We'll come up with something different next week. And if you would like to recommend something, hit us up on Instagram. It is Pod on Insta, so we'd love to hear from you. We'd love you to smash like buttons so we can uh, continue Let to Let us grow. know you
2: know LeBron's the GOAT.
0: <laughs> yeah, and give us your opinions on that as well. I'm Scotty, along with Buffalo, Steve, and Turner. Thanks so much for tuning in to Angry Fans for this week. We'll talk to you next week. See you, kids. See you, guys. Somebody
1: told them to play John Denver. We score when they play John Denver. Good oh, God.